Welcome to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. We want to encourage, equip, and connect those with a passion to impact the next generation for Jesus Christ. Student ministry can be a lonely place. You might even feel like you're the only one in your church or community that cares about students. Well, know this, you're not alone. People all across the country are engaging Gen Z and care deeply about the spiritual direction of these young men and women. Whether you're full-time, part-time, bivocational, or volunteer, if you have a heart for students, this is the place for you. Welcome again to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. I'm Dan Carson. I've got with me my friend, Chris Vines. Hey, Dan. How you doing today? I am doing well. You know, I'm excited always to be back talking about student ministry. And on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the summer months. As we get closer and closer to that, this episode should be releasing the first part of May. And hopefully you've got your big chunks of your summer already planned, but the small things, the things to fill in, uh, we want to talk about those and talk about some inexpensive ideas that you can look at as you serve your students. But before we get to that, I want to thank our podcast partners, Central Baptist College of Conway, Arkansas. Central Baptist College is challenging, engaging, and inspiring. And if you're looking for a Christ-focused education for your students, whether they are your own children or the the students that are in your ministry, uh, have them check out cbc.edu. It's a great place. And in fact, they are one of our big sponsors for our student ministry workers treat that we have scheduled in September. And I would just want to encourage you to to check that out uh, September the 17th, 2022. It's a one-day retreat that we host on their campus. Um, We spend some time talking about a lot of different things. We have breakout groups. Sam Burig and Jared Bumpers are going to be our two featured speakers for the day. And I am excited because yesterday I just received a batch of books from the Good Book Company and got confirmation from Crossway that they're going to send us a book. And it's always exciting as we start filling up our goodie bags. Um, We try to give out a goodie bag to the first 100 registers. And so be sure you get that all checked out and join us. It's an inexpensive retreat. It's 25 bucks right now for the first 22 people because it's 2022. I'm a, I'm a dork, I know. But if you uh, wait until after that, it's going to cost you $30 plus the fee. So right now is the best time to get registered. And again, that's going to be at Central Baptist College. Well, again, the summer months are right around the corner. And so, Chris, what are some big things that you have scheduled this summer? Kind of our typical stuff. You know, there's um, our mission trip that will be going on. We call that uh, advance. Uh, And so each year we do an advance mission trip. And so got that planned. Of course, we'll be going to SOAR down in Dallas at uh, the Hilton Anatole. Sorry, I went blank on the hotel there. (laughs) But uh, yeah, going down to SOAR. uh, And so those those are big. And then, you know, I know a lot of people do camp. Uh, we, We don't do camp. Just it's just never been. A, I think we've talked about that on a previous podcast, but it's not because I'm against camp. I love camp. Uh, it's just never been uh, part of the rhythm of of our student ministry, and uh, I've tried before to inter- introduce it, and it just makes it hard on on parents, especially with the cost of doing. Uh, if we try to do three big things in the summer, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I find it just makes it it makes it hard on on parents, and so I, I I've actually traded in our camp with a. 
a retreat that we do later in the year just to try to spread out the cost and, and things that we do. So, um, but yeah, so those are the big things for us. What about you guys? Well, it is a time of transition at Calvary. That's the best way I could describe it. Uh, for years, I've, I've tried to get our students excited about SOAR. They went when they were too young. That's probably the best description. It was a period where SOAR wasn't as great as it is now. And so getting them excited about it again has been difficult. But man, I would encourage any of you to check out the SOAR conference uh, for a big event to take your students to. There's a lot of fun involved now, as well as some great teaching. I know that Brad Falk is the, the featured speaker. And then we're also having Brian Reisner, who is a missionary to Romania. And I'm sure he'll be sharing a little bit about everything that's been going on with Ukraine. Uh, man, there's a lot, a lot of good things about that. Uh, we try a lot of the, the smaller events just to, to get together and work on those relationships. And so it's those smaller things in mind that we kind of want to talk about. Uh, you know, the big trips, they cost lots of money. At times, it can be a whole lot of money. Mission trips, you save up for and People get excited because they're sending their students somewhere to do something for the gospel. And it's exciting. They send them to SOAR conference um, because they learn. They get just a, a great experience focused around, again, the gospel. And then a lot of churches go to church camp. Church camp has always been on our radar. It has been a part of the culture here in northwest Arkansas with the Ozarks Baptist Encampment, and we love that camp. And uh, In fact, last year, Chris, you spoke at that camp. And I did. A bunch of good people there. But again, those things all cost so much that there's little room for spending a lot more each day, <laughs> you know, and it just gets hard. So we want to talk about that. We want to look at some inexpensive ideas and we'll get to those in just a moment. But I want to talk about principles for choosing your activities and whether it is the, the smaller things during the summer months or maybe during the school year, or even if you're looking at those bigger things, maybe some of these principles apply. But I've got three questions that I think you should ask. And the first one is this, is what purpose does it serve? Chris, you and I have talked a little bit about that before. Um, how do you handle that question as you look at your choices for activities? Yeah, no, that's, that's a great thing. I think everything needs to be, uh, needs to come back to a purpose. Uh, so in other words, we don't just do things loosey-goosey, but we... We want to have a reason for why we, we do things. And I mean, the, the, I know I'm going to get to, I think I'm going to get to your question, but I would say this, that, you know, the reason this question is so important is because if you're going to ask kids, if you're going to ask parents to, and if you're going to ask your church to invest money in something, then you better have a good reason for why you're, you're doing it. Um, and I've never been okay with the answer of it's just because what we've always done. And so I think it needs to go deeper than that. And, uh, and so whenever I think through uh, purpose, I, I like to think in terms of spiritual renewal, right? So um, scripture says that we are to be renewing our minds. And, and I believe that we do that primarily through uh, exposure to the word of God, uh, the infallible truth. Um, but we also do that through, uh, through fellowship and through uh, community. And so when I think about purpose, I think in terms of the, the spiritual health of our group. Um, is this going to lead us to, to be more conformed to the image of Christ uh, yeah. as we sit underneath the word of God preached um, and taught? 
uh, I, I think in terms of community, you know, uh, it's okay for the purpose just simply to be, you know what, let's go have some fun, you know, and, and get together as a group. Uh, so I, I, I think through those, those different elements. Um, and, uh, and then also I, I would probably add, and this might fall underneath that community aspect, but really I, I, I think in terms of church togetherness, one anotherness. And so some of the things that we do, some of the things that we put on the, the agenda have to do with getting the generations together um, and making sure That's that good. we're not just, uh, you know, the youth group out there, but that we are, in fact, all the church. You know, one of the things that I really appreciate you sharing, the idea, it's okay for it just to be about fun. I mean, students love fun. I, I love fun. You know, yeah. I, <laughs> we want to do that. We want to make it a part. But it, I think the the root becomes what is the purpose. We want to be intentional. I think that's important. As you said, when you're talking to your parents or you're talking to the lead pastor, why are we doing this? The mm-hmm. big question mark. I had a Taekwondo instructor as, as you would teach under him and you would be up in the front of a group and he might draw, he would draw a little question mark on his head just so that you could see it. Not that the class could see it, but it said, why are you doing that? You know, and that's, that's important as we go forward. So when you're choosing your activities, think about what purpose does it serve? It can be about fun. It can be about community. It can be about spiritual renewal. It can be evangelistic in nature. It can be about uh, bringing your generations together. And that's always a great, great thing with the church. A couple other questions when you're looking at your activities or whatever it is. Number two that I have is, is it safe? Now, there have been days when student ministry didn't ask that question too much. Mm -hmm. And I look back even on my own student ministry and think that probably wasn't a great idea. But as we deal with other people's children, we have to ask that. And there's some books out there that you can find that talk about safety with your students. Uh, But just really ask the question, would the parents be okay with this? (laughs) That's a great place to start. Uh, (laughs) But then we want them to be safe both Physically, we want them to be safe spiritually. So that's one of the reasons we have to gauge what they're being taught at an event. And we want them to be safe emotionally. And all sides of that that coin, all sides of a coin, the coin only has two, all sides of that Rubik's Cube, we'll, we'll go with that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that has well, at least three sides. At least three sides. Um now, and number three on uh, are these principles for choosing your activities. Is it affordable? And that's going to be what we're talking about today. So often we can get very excited about taking our students to a concert, a conference, an event, just going and having a great time. Let's go camping or let's go. I mean, there and camping can be an inexpensive idea and that may be on Chris's list, but as you look at these different things, we have to think about, is it affordable and especially affordable for our group? Some groups, they have more disposable income. Other groups, you know, it's all they can do to go to McDonald's and get an ice cream and that's it. I mean, there's that's what we have to think about because if we don't think about the affordability, then we're immediately going to exclude some of our students and we never want to do that. We don't want to be, make anyone feel less than because they can't afford 
to be involved. So those are some questions and principles, I think, that we need to think about as we choose our different activities. And Chris, I think you've got, you've got a great list for us, some 10 things that are inexpensive summer fun. Let's start with those. Yeah, man. So uh, like I told you earlier, you know, the, the, this list is certainly not exhaustive and it's far from spectacular or perfect, but lists like this, as I'm listening to other people read things like, like, uh, like these, it sparks ideas for me. And so I'm hoping that it might have that same effect for, for our listeners that, you know, you might be reminded of some things that you're already doing and already have planned or have done in the past. Maybe you hear something that's uh, that's new uh, and, and you want to try it out. Or maybe it just sparks an idea that that we're not even talking about. But, hey, man, you just let your creativity you know, run wild with it. But the, the first thing that I wrote down, and this is something that we do as a youth group, is we go to the lake one day. Um, and before I get too deep into this, let me first say that the summer is, an, is a great opportunity for you to do things that are out of the norm of regular rhythm. Uh, as as a student ministry. So like I, I, for us throughout the school year, we're in our youth building every Wednesday night uh, with a few exceptions where we have different serve nights and things like that. But, uh, you know, and we're, we're sitting underneath the word of God. We're being taught. We're in our groups, all those kind of things. And they're great. I love that. Um, but the summer is, you know, just a kind of a hyphenated part of the year where where we get to do things a little bit in a, in a little unusual way. And, and so, uh, I, I've set up and I've done this, uh, for, I think every year that I've been here and, uh, I've probably stole this idea from somebody. So don't, I'm not, <laughs> not going to take full credit for it, but, um, we, we do something called wandering Wednesdays. And so every Wednesday, uh, we are in a different location, uh, for, for youth ministry, for student, for our youth group. So we just get outside of our building, right? I want to get out of the norm. I want to get other church members involved. So we might be at a church member's house and I'll get to that. But one of those days we'll, we'll go to the lake. Uh, we'll spend time at the lake. I've got a couple of church members that, that of course have boats um, and they like to use their boats and they like to pull people on tubes and stuff like that. So I got them lined up and, and man, they're excited about going to the lake with us. And, you know, and they're also very generous where, you know, I offer to pay for their gas, but they don't want me to and all this kind of stuff. So it, it tends to be a very cheap day. Uh, we, I get sandwich stuff, uh, snacks, that kind of thing. But then we're just spending time together on the lake, having a good time. And uh, so that's, that's a fun thing to do. So find a local lake and go do that if you can. Another thing that I would mention, a second thing, is a canoe trip in Arkansas. There are a lot of opportunities to go jump on a river and float down, float down the river in a canoe. Um, this one does have a little bit of expense to it. I think a canoe is normally somewhere around twenty-five dollars for, uh, you know, to rent for the day. You know, but you got two people in it, and so you can, you can, you know, twelve, thirteen bucks. You know, the kids can can float in a canoe, and it's a it's a full day of fun. And, uh, and you always make good memories on a canoe trip because you're going to flip, you're going to, you're going to splash people and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and so that's, that's always fun for us. A third one, and, and Dan, if I'm go too fast through these, let me know. But, uh, a third one on my list is go to a local park, you know, you just get out of your building, um, go have youth group at a local park. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be anything fancy other than just, Hey, you know what, we're going to go set up a tent, have some ice chests do some snacks, but we're going to play ultimate Frisbee. Maybe you got a nine square, set that up, maybe some bago, you know, things like that. Just get outside and, and go to a local park, enjoy 
enjoy your community and and enjoy time together as a group that way. You know, the park is is easy, it's fun, it's cheap. Yeah, one of the things that we did we have done over the years is just meet up on Thursdays for lunch with anybody that could in the student ministry and you'd spend 2 to 3 hours there. Now, I love all of these first three. The biggest problem with me is they're outside. And my allergies and the sun are not my friend. <laughs> mm. But they are inexpensive, and it is great to get your group outside to enjoy the great creation that God has provided. That's right. That's right. I, I do like getting outside. Um, I think there's some some benefit to that. But this fourth one, is it doesn't have to be outside. And it's just simply, you know, Make a list of some church members, two or three, and go visit them. You know, go visit some church members. Call before you go. Yeah. <laughs> Let them know that you might be bringing the whole youth group over. Don't just show up on their doorstep with, you know, 25 people or even, you know, six people. But, uh, yeah, I mean, make, make some plans to go visit some people that, that you haven't seen in a while that you want your youth group to know. Um, I mean, I know for us we have a, we have a list of, of ladies, you know, who are widows in our church. And, um, and there's, there's obviously opportunities to serve. But every time I get to visit with those ladies, I'm reminded of the fact that they just love when people come by to visit and talk. Right. And uh, and it's it's great for 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 the youth group to go and just uh, spend some time uh, enjoying the company of of a church member. And so that's that's something that we enjoy doing. You know, I, I and this is just something that just came to mind, so it might not work. But that whole idea of visiting with your group, you could invite them to basically a picnic on their front lawn. You bring yeah. over sandwich stuff, the rest of the groups out there, uh, especially for some of these, these widow women, uh, that could be a really beneficial and uplifting thing for them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, yeah. And that still gets you outside though, Dan, I'm trying to help you know, out, you know, know, get you inside, <laughs> but no, you're right. You're right. You know, we love, I mean, a, a lot of times there's yard work to do, you know, that kind mm. of thing. Um, and, and so there's different ways. I mean, you can make it a serving, uh, serving time for your group, but yeah, I just think it's good to, uh, I want our, I want our teenagers to know that we have faithful church members, um, who, uh, many of them are shut-ins, but they're still very faithful church members. Um, I mean, they, they would be with us every Sunday, Wednesday, if they physically could, um, but they can't. And, um, and a lot of times, because they're not present, they, they can go forgotten. They can be forgotten. And of course we, we know how easy that can be. And I just want teenagers to be aware that we have, we have faithful uh, church members around us. And, um, and many, and listen, I'm blessed with an amazing faith family. We're far from perfect, but I think I can speak generally here that when you call a church member and you say, Hey, we would love to just come visit. I'd love for you to meet the youth group. I'd love for us just to spend some time together. Um, I don't, I don't know of many people who would not want that, you know, um, who would deny that anyway, there's an idea for you. Hey, here's another one, uh, inside for you, uh, go bowling. Ah. I mean, bowling still has some cost to it, but there's ways to make it cheap. I mean, you don't have to bowl for hours on end. Uh, a lot of times a bowling alley might have a, you know, a, a a dollar night or something like that, but bowling is always a fun. We're, we're going bowling here in the next, uh, I think in about a month we're going bowling. So bowling and then going back outdoors, outdoor movie. All right. This oh, is number okay. six, on, six on my list. Uh, we've done an outdoor movie. Now I will say this, keep in mind with an outdoor movie, um, it's better for it to be dark 
right? So that you can actually see your projections set up. Now, not everybody has the equipment for this, but you don't have to have much. I mean, goodness, I mean, the, the little portable, project, portable projectors um, are pretty cheap now. You can find one on Amazon for not much uh, money at all. And then if you've got a good white bed sheet, you know, uh, right. you can, you can use one of those, make sure it's not one of your, you know, kids bed sheets that they've, you know, maybe stained accidentally, <laughs> you know, but you know, you can hang that up outside and it is fun. We've done this before. Uh, but my warning to you is on this one, you know, it, it tends, it tends to be a later night because you've got to wait for it to kind of the sun to go down so that you can see the screen, see the movie. Uh, and then, you know, but we've had, I've had it over at my house before where kids just bring chairs, set up lawn chairs. We have hot dogs watch a watch a movie i think the last movie we watched probably gonna get judged by this but that's okay was uh the princess bride i had a, a lot of people that had never seen the princess bride and so we watched a love story and it, it is a classic though it is a classic. i know i was like <laughs> i was like there's a couple of things in here that but listen i mean it's a it's a safe movie i mean it's yeah. a safe movie so like i'm not you know i may lose some friends over this but I don't like, I don't, I don't like cheesy Christian movies. I just don't like them. Uh, yeah. They, you know, so there you go. If I lose, if we lose podcast listeners over that, I, yeah, I'm sorry, Dan, but <laughs> I just don't like cheesy Christian movies. Our next movie night might be star Wars. I don't know. And so, uh, Hey, so here's one that I, I, I looked up and, and just was kind of trying to spark ideas in my mind, uh, a scavenger hunt, you know, some kind of picture scavenger hunt. On a Wednesday night, divide your group up into small groups, have a have an adult leader, load up in a car, give them a list of things to go, you know, take pictures of. And uh, man, that's that's always fun, you know, to do something like that. Have you ever done anything like that, Dan? I have. I have done a lot of those scavenger hunts over the years. Used to, and this is this is date myself, you would go out and you would get those items and you would bring them back. And yeah. That was always a little crazy, but um, I have done with with phones. We did an Instagram one, but the issue there is that some of your students may not have a social media account, and so simply using their phones to snap a picture that's easy enough. They can either text them to you if you want to do that. I did a video scavenger hunt at one point, and we showed the videos as we came back and we ate pizza. You know, again, inexpensive meal. Uh, but we had a chance to actually watch some of the craziness that we'd make them make them do. You know, they'd have to dance here or recite a verse there or um, just it was it's fun and it's inexpensive and it gets your students interacting. And if you can place them in a group that they're not normally connected with, you know, if they bring a visitor, keep those together. But otherwise, you can mix and match your group in, with a lot of fun results. Exactly. Exactly. You know, we did, um, I, I was at a, this is before I was in ministry, but I was volunteering. Sydney and I were married, but we were at a church and they did a, like a D now type weekend. Right. And part of that, that Saturday, they did something called bigger or better. And, mm. uh, and it was, man, it was a blast. It was fun. But everybody, every group, we were already broken up into our groups. Every group got started with a paper clip and, and then you had two hours as a group to go throughout, we were down in Arlington, Texas. So it's much bigger place than Hope, Arkansas. But we, we, we had two hours to go out into Arlington, right. To trade our paper clip for something bigger or better. 
right? And at the end of two hours, every group was to bring back whatever their item is. So <laughs> the way it worked is like we went to a garage sale. We, we told we told the person, hey, here's what we're doing. Here's the paperclip. Do you have anything that you'd be willing to just trade, you know, for a paperclip, right? Anything bigger or better? And they would give us something. So we got, I don't know what we got exactly. I can't remember that. But that's the first thing we got. And then you take that item and you go try to trade it. You got two <laughs> hours to keep trading up to something bigger or better. Dude, at the end of that two hours, our group didn't win. I, I was you're going to ask me what we got. I can't even remember what we got, but I do remember that, that one group brought, they, they rolled in a car. Like they had, they, someone had given them an old car, a broke down car that had been sitting in their driveway. (laughs) And they, they had, they, I mean, they had rolled it up to the, to the church. And uh, I mean, it had leaves and grime and all this kind of stuff on it. But the one, the one that won was uh, they had gone to a, I think it was either a, a, a newly a renovated McDonald's or something like that. And it was like all the just they were still very good, but all the old light fixtures um, that they took out and replaced, they, they gave they gave them that. And and so that the, the value of that ended up being like close to five thousand dollars. So oh they went gosh. from a paper clip <laughs> to about five thousand dollars worth of, of lights. And, and, and immediately I was thinking, man. This church knows what they're doing because they, <laughs> everybody signed an agreement that they, they don't keep the stuff. The church keeps the stuff <laughs> if they want it anyway. So, Did they I, want I, the old car? That's the question. No, <laughs> no, they would not. <laughs> they were like, keep that, get it out of here. <laughs> but it was amazing. So anyway, uh, I went down that rabbit hole, but you could do something like that. That's, yeah. that's fun. That's fun. Uh, here's another one for you. You know, most kids have access to uh, or have their own nerf guns right or you can go buy some cheap ones have a nerf war you know um you can do this inside outside whatever you know but just have a nerf night and uh and make it fun so i think the last time we did it we we did nerf and nachos nerf and nachos that's a fantastic thing i i actually was watching after christmas my local walmart stores up here had some of those high speed ones uh the mm-hmm. ones that would shoot out like i don't know 90 miles an hour or whatever. I yeah. Mean, with the they, little they, balls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was able to get, I have two sets of those things. And so I can have like 14 people. So they're teams of seven or eight, um, playing against each other. And man, those are great guns, but yeah, they kind of hurt if you get too close. You gotta have some, you gotta have some eye protection for those, man. <laughs> well, that was the other thing I had to buy. <laughs> yeah, I think I may yeah. have spent more on eye protection than I did on the actual guns themselves. Yeah, I, I will say this again, you know, we're talking about low cost things here and, and we know that Nerf guns can be expensive. So like there's a cheap way to do this, though. Have kids bring their own. Yeah. Um, but I, I do. I remember the first time we'd had a Nerf night. Uh, of course, I encourage everybody to bring their own. But I, I did make a small investment in buying a few cheaper Nerf guns and the darts, all the ammunition, that kind of thing, which you can go on Amazon and buy bulk ammunition. It's off brand, but it still works. Um, you know, for fairly inexpensive. And, uh, but then once you have that stuff, unless you're, unless you're doing it outside where ammunition can be lost, like we did it in our gym, then, then that stuff is reusable. So I just have all that stuff boxed up and it's ready for the next event. So it's not like a recurring cost that I'm having to endure. You know, we can, we can come back to it and I've got a supply of Nerf guns. The hard part is when you've got a supply of Nerf guns, you've got to keep the kids out of the Nerf guns on the regular Wednesday nights. (laughs) 
Otherwise, you've got just a constant problem of picking up darts. And I got that at my house already, so my boys love Nerf. Um, hey, here's another one. This one's not original to me at all, uh, but uh, I, I found it online, and I loved it. It's a BYOM barbecue, a bring-your-own-meat barbecue. So, uh, And this is one of those that you can actually combine can combine with another one, uh, like visiting a church member. Man, oh, find yeah. somebody in your church who is really good at at you know grilling, uh, so that you don't have to worry about that. Who loves to grill and has a great grill. See if they would be willing to host, and then have everybody just you know bring their own meat uh, to the to the barbecue. You know, um, as I thought about this, you know, again, you don't want we never want people to be uh, we never want people to feel inferior, right? So you might you might say something like, "Hey guys, don't." don't be bringing any ribeyes, you know, while somebody else is bringing like a little flank steak or yeah, a burger yeah. or something like that. You might, you might put some, some boundaries on it and say, Hey, you know, just bring your own meat, you know, here's what you can bring. Uh, and that kind of thing. And maybe even invite them to bring something for someone else as well, you know, bring mm, a guest yeah. or provide for somebody else. But anyway, I thought that was a cool idea of, of just doing something a little in a, in a cheap way. I got two more ones, an honorable mention, uh, hike a trail, right? In Arkansas, yeah. we've got a bunch of trails or mountains, right? Just pick a day and go visit a mountain, go, go hike a trail, get out there and, and, and do that as a youth group. Uh, and then the last thing I would mention is, uh, as something to do is, um, and have a, have a board game night or a card, you know, card game. I played a game the other day with a youth group up in, uh, Russellville, uh, Mike Hoke, Hokey Hoke, Hoke Mike, you Hoke. Yeah, Mike, I'm sorry. I, I should know how you pronounce your last name. If you're listening to this, I apologize. Uh, but he introduced me to a game called Cards Christians Like. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, dude, I had never heard of it before, but it's a lot like uh, Apples to Apples, or uh, I think they compared it to Cards for Humanity. I don't know. I've never played that one. But uh, anyway, Cards Christians Like was a blast. I mean, we played that thing for close to two hours, and it didn't yeah. feel like it. And you just have a great time as a group. And uh, anyway, I went I went kind of long, but there's my list. Hopefully that sparks some ideas, uh, gives you some cheap things to think about. Um, and I, the last thing I probably should, I would say on this is a lot of times I, I filter these in. I put these in on Wednesday nights. Uh, some of these, like a lake day, uh, I might schedule on a Saturday, just depending on um, how many chaperones I need. It's sometimes hard to get, you know, adult chaperones in the middle of the week, you know, when you're you're doing stuff like that. So, you know, keep all that kind of thing in mind when you start making the schedule. And, but also you guys who are listening to this, you know, your group better than, than we do. Right. Yeah. And so these yeah. are ideas, but it doesn't mean that they're, they're, they're going to fit everybody's group. Some of you guys might not be listening to this in, in the state of Arkansas and you might not have trails, you know, all over the place. And so you might say, well, that's a great idea, but I'm not going to do it. So, I mean, maybe you can just walk down a street. I don't know. Just go hike your town. <laughs> You know, go ruck. That's a big thing. And just do it on a street or something. I don't know. That's my list, Dan. And I'm sticking to it. Well, one of the things that I, I might add, uh, not a, another activity, but I might add, is that many of these things would work well for the whole family. And so perhaps you want to schedule something for your the families that are involved in your student ministry. They could go on a hike together. They could you could have a lake day. There there's several things. The advantage of having your parents there with you is uh, 
Well, it, it's twofold. One, it gives an opportunity to build relationships and memories and, and all of that. But then you don't have to worry as much about chaperones because, hey, guess what? Their parents are there. They can tell them, no, get off of that big rock before you jump and break your neck. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's important. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> By the way, and be prepared for that. If you go canoeing, you've never done it before. Kids love finding big rocks that they can either throw or jump off of. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and they will do both. And they will do it simultaneously if they can. And so that's why it's better just to take a Frisbee and say, hey, you know what? Let's throw this Frisbee instead of the rock. It's like having a treat ready for your dog. Is that what we're saying? That get that yeah. out of thing out of their yeah. mouth. <laughs> yeah. 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 But just be right. Like, here's the thing I've, I've re- I know teenagers I've recognized about teenagers. Like if, if we're floating down the river and they say a big rock and they're like, oh, man, I could climb that and I could jump off of that. That's OK. Like, I'm fine with that. But you need to go make sure that that there's not another big rock underneath the water where they're yes. jumping. Yes. Yeah. Right. No, in all yeah. seriousness, that goes back to your, your safety thing. Um, yeah. you know, sometimes, sometimes we have to be the bad guy and be like, Hey guys, that would be an awesome rock to jump off of, but you're not going to do that. Right. And, uh, <laughs> you know, but, but then there's other places where it's, it is, it's fine. It's access. It's acceptable. Um, it's safe. It might not be considered safe to everybody. And by the way, on your safety issue, I think that's I think that's a great piece of advice. I would just say that um, there's an argument that probably could be made that with certain kids in our youth group, nothing is safe. That's true. So, well. <laughs> anyway, well, hopefully we've given you some ideas. Chris has shared a great list of ten to spark some ideas, and we'll have those in the show notes as you think about your summer months. Again, the big things I'm sure you've already got scheduled for the summer of 22. Um, but you've got to think about the smaller things and maybe you're, you've got all of those things already planned out. And so you're thinking ahead to the summer of 23. You're just totally on top of it. Not all of us are that way. Yeah. And Dan, one thing I, this is just a, something that I've found that is helpful for my parents and many people, this is just kind of common knowledge. And I think many people know this, but I'll say it. They love, they love getting the schedule well in advance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so if you haven't made, if you haven't made a summer schedule yet, like even if it's just going to be normal, like in your youth group, maybe you're not doing a lot of this different things, but you're just going to be in the youth room and you're going to be teaching through a series or something, man, it doesn't have to be anything spectacular, right? You can go to canva.com and make something that looks pretty good for cheap, um, next to nothing. Or you can just write up a, 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 a blank white document and just say, here's the Wednesdays, and that throughout the summer, and here's what we're going to be doing. Here's what we're going to be studying. But I've found that that parents really enjoy having a a list of of things that we will be doing, so that they know yeah, yeah. here's what's happening, here's what's going on, and it really helps you out as a leader to not have to over communicate each week. All you got to do is just remind them, hey guys, remember this is on the schedule. Um, looking forward to it, you know, and and that kind of thing. So um, if you haven't done that yet. Now's the time to do it. Try to get it done by by the first of May, and uh, or at least by the end of school, um, so that you can get that in, into the the hands of your parents. Well, the summer months are fun and can be a lot of, of great relational time with your students, and so we want to encourage you to embrace that. And it doesn't have to be super expensive in that process. And so that was the reason for our list today. 
Well, we would just want to encourage you to keep going, to keep serving, to keep loving on your students. If you're enjoying the podcast, we always in- encourage you to to share that with others, to talk with others about it. Give us a like, a review. Those type of things help as we try to reach out with our podcast. Uh, God's been blessing in some big ways lately, and it's been fun to watch. Um, but we're just so thankful for you. And so as the summer continues and goes on, we're going to be praying for you and your students. And we just want to keep serving because student ministry matters. Thanks for listening to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. Get connected at studentministrymatters.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Student Ministry Matters. Until next time, keep up the great work with your students because the work matters.